0: Hello and welcome to the uplevelmind.com podcast. My name is Drasco and I'm your host for this Real Talk segment where each episode I bring on a heart-centered entrepreneur and live on the call coached him through one central question: Are my business problems actually me problems? In that I help them uncover why despite knowing all of the business strategies and having done all of the business courses they are unable to get past their current revenue plateau. Each guest leaves with a deeper understanding of what inner narratives and patterns they need to overcome to realize their next revenue milestone. Without further ado, here's today's guest. Today's guest is Dr. Allison Heffron, who is a rehab and evidence-based chiropractor and acupuncturist. She owns her own practice with her husband, Dr. Vinny Tagliaferro, uh, who's also a chiropractor and functional medicine specialist. Through their holistic approach to care, they investigate and get to the root cause of the problem uh, in order to get long-term solutions for their patients. Allison, uh, so thank you very much for coming on. How are you doing today?
1: I am doing well. I'm
0: nervous, but I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> well. Then you're exactly how you need to be. Yeah. Uh, as I was saying, you're a good company. I think most people coming out the podcast will be nervous, but then when you add the extra layer of like, uh, you know, being coached on air, um, <laughs> you're exactly where you need to be. So yeah. definitely. um, Why don't we start it off easy with a subject you know a lot about, which is yourself and how you got to doing what you're doing and kind of what you, what your business is all about.
1: Um, so I am a third generation chiropractor, but I am like the black sheep of the family. Um, we definitely are not traditional Cairo, the way people think about it, where you go and get adjusted, you're in there for like five minutes and then you leave for, and that's like repeated for an infinite amount of time. Um, we are very evidence-based so we're really trying to not just look at the site of symptoms, but we're trying to figure out the root of the problems so that we can see a long-term solution and people don't need to rely on us for forever and an infinite period of time. Um, we want people to stay active and it, we try not to take anybody out of their activity. We try and just keep them in it as much as possible. Um, And with the functional medicine, it's very similar, like getting to the root of the issue. Oftentimes people, they have autoimmune issues or even concussive disorders. And a lot of that gets rooted in the gut. And so fixing it inside out can be really powerful.
0: Absolutely, I'm a big fan of getting to the root of things and like handling it at that point. So I, I know I always do that on like the the mind and the emotional level, but definitely mm-hmm. um, I, I understand it on the physical level. And I don't know if you know of my background, but I actually owned a brick and mortar weight loss center for for ten years. So oh, cool. that uh, sent like sentiment of like making sure that we're keep, keep, keeping people healthy, working to the level of their like ability, etc. Like it's really cool to see that kind of mentality applied in. Something like you said, you normally don't think about it in terms of acupuncture and chiropractic. So um, anyway, that's just an aside, but super cool. So uh, well, anything else you would like to to add to that or or comment?
1: Um, no, I mean, we're trying.
0: Nope, looks like we had some technical difficulties there. Okay, so let's see if we can get this back.
1: you're gonna
0: ask the question again yeah so we're, we're we're back now we had some technical uh difficulties which is fine it happens this is what uh this podcast is all about like the, what's real in the moment um yeah so i think as i was saying before like anything you wanted to comment just on on my reflection to like the approach etc i was saying like i had a weight loss center that had like you know similar ideas etc etc so yeah floor is yours to, to comment on that
1: no, I, I I think I was in the middle of saying that we were trying to uh, niche out into female CEOs and C-suite, um, just high achieving women, um, because they, at least from my perspective, we put a big emphasis on, on, one, our business, and two, we are very interested in our health and well-being, um, but we often drive ourselves into the ground. Um, and, or, and, or, um, we're taking steps to help ourselves with longevity, but aren't properly guided. Um, and so I I think there's a big opportunity to help women in that position.
0: 100%. And I mean, they're always the ones that are going to need it most, right? Like very much, like I can relate because like in my work with business owners, it's like. like put everything ahead of yourself. Like we'll we'll invest in the business strategy. We'll invest in more leads. We'll invest in, you know, more operations and team. And like, like let's just push all those things forward. But oftentimes you neglect the self, right? It's going to be the same type of idea with um, any C-suite executive, right? Where it's the career and the demands of the career. And it's like, well, my body can wait until it kind of can't. So yeah, I understand that. completely.
1: And I'm sure you see all the time that when people start to actually address their mental and physical well-being, that their business thrives much more.
0: Yeah. 110%, right? it's it's mm-hmm. You can only pour, like you only have the capacity to hold as much as you are currently holding. If that's in a yeah. frenzy, that's going to be affected. So yeah, 110%. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in that case, I mean, I think it's a good segue to just dive into, you know, what kind of inner limits uh, are standing in your way. I know before we kind of went online you talked about imposter syndrome as something that's getting in your own way, uh, paralysis by analysis. So tell me a little bit more about kind of what your biggest challenges are in those areas.
1: Um. So, I mean, even something is like, I, I don't even know if you can call it minimal anymore, but like social media, like a lot of people, they want to grow their businesses and have a better and bigger online presence and as much as I want to do that I look at other experts in my field and I'm like well I don't know how I'm gonna measure up to these people like I know I know a lot but I don't think I'm as good as them and therefore I it's kind of intertwined with the paralysis by analysis because at the same time I'm looking at people who I admire that have um, niches in their practice and they have a lot to say about it. And I'm like, I just, it's such a general platform for you to post anything that I don't post anything because I'm like, I don't know what to say about anything (laughs) when I'm, when I'm, and I also don't want to have people just, there's so many haters. I don't deal with that either. I just like, it's, uh, so it, I stop myself from doing anything like without even really going down that rabbit hole. I mean, once in a while, I'll like be consistent and then I just stop. Like, I don't know what to post anymore and I don't want to repeat myself because I don't think it's worth it. And meanwhile, I consume from these experts, I'll consume the same thing repetitively. And I know that it's helpful for me. I know repetition is helpful. So it's like your logical brain gets it, but it you you have just this irrational side that's just like, no, you're not, don't do it. You're not gonna be, nobody wants to hear the repetition, all that stuff. So um yeah, like I I before we started recording i was saying how we started working with a business coach and it's been great because i right off the bat i was like we need our hand held every step of the way because otherwise i'm just not going to do anything like i need them to drag me and tell me exactly like do this do this do this otherwise i will just sit and wait and think
0: absolutely so okay there's a lot of layers to this i think the, the 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 first part that i'll start with Do you need your hand held when it comes to your technical expertise? No. Okay. (laughs) Did you ever need your hand held to learn that, figure that out, practice it, refine it, ask the questions, get the solutions?
1: No, it's, yeah, it's it's like this different beast. It's so weird.
0: (laughs) Right. So you have this massive... Technical knowledge that took you a long time to acquire. Not everybody can do it. Mm -hmm. There's an element of grit and, you know, iteration and reinforcement and learning and failing and then learning some more. Yet you were completely self motivated to go through that. But now somebody has to, like, you're literally paying somebody. And I know you're not only paying them to hold your hand, but like, the sentiment, the emotional sentiment, is like I'm paying you to just like hold my hand and push me through the finish line to do this thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so what's coming up for you with the contrast of those two things?
1: Um, I mean, I, it's, it just feels like they're two different. Um, it's like I need the map put out in front of me for the business stuff for like the technical operations. I, I know how to continue to learn. I know how to ask questions. Um, but when it comes to making business decisions, I almost, I, I kind of just I'm at this point in my business where I don't know how to make it any bigger. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to blow past the current ceiling, but I know there's a ceiling that I can blow past. I just have no idea how to do it, and if and um, there is a disconnect because I don't know. I I guess I don't really. To me, they seem like very separate things.
0: <laughs> they, they are like, very <laughs> separate things. So I, I don't want to yeah. discount that. I, the reason that I'm asking you that question is. There's a part of you that believes that I need to be like handheld and I can't do this and I, I need the the knowledge, etc. When the reality is that's not 110% true. I'm not denying the fact that you need, you know, mentorship and to close a particular skill gap, that, that that's admirable in and, and it is necessary in certain instances. What I'm drawing the parallel for you is. You already have massive evidence that you can navigate complex things and iterate and have the self-trust and the self-motivation and the self-accountability to overcome and navigate and figure out very complex things. Mm -hmm. And that part is completely suppressed when it comes to business and why that's Mm -hmm. relevant is And I see this so much or so many times with clients is they will go on these loops of continuous type of coaching to basically do what you're doing, which is hold my hand, give me the new thing. What's the new funnel? What's this new system? And again, that all has its time and place, but it's always going to be distorted if the engine that's supposed to drive that is suppressed. Right. Yeah. Because on, on the the side of the, your technical ability, it's like you were able to absorb everything. There was no, no suppression. And that's how you got the good results. You got to be an expert. But like if you need to pay somebody to pull you over the finish line, as soon as that container is finished, then the impetus to actually do the things you need to do to excel there is gone. So I'm not saying you can't get results from that. This is more about how do you actually maximize your results? And as somebody who works with the root issue, like it's not one or the other, it's both. And the root issue right now, like the limiter is why isn't that part that's so good at being self-motivated showing up in this area? So what lands for you there?
1: Um, I think one just feels so much more unknown to me that I, um, and, and it's, it's just, it's so unclear and I don't know why, yeah, like with regards to anatomy and figuring out the puzzles of like the human body and all that stuff, even though it's very complex and it isn't always clear even that on clarity is clarifying for me <laughs> and i feel like something like this yeah it just it's i don't yeah it's confusing because i don't know what i don't know <laughs> i just don't know
0: that's fair that's that's all good and i, I appreciate the honesty to stay in that like I, I just don't know so I think my first question would be, okay, well, what's the difference? So when it comes to your self-trust and navigating the complexities of, you know, anatomy and the interplay between all of those pieces to like find the root issue, that, like, what's your relationship to visibility in that piece? Put, Put a different way. It's like, you're only responsible to the client or the patient. It's not... I have to figure this thing out in public. Like, do do you have any, like, does anything come up for you there or not really?
1: I think it just is more of a closed system almost to me Mm -hmm. to be with the patient, even though it is to help them help their life improve. And therefore it, it kind of, creates betterment in my life because one, I it feels good when I help somebody and two, hopefully it will help grow our reputation and our business. But something about that seems like a closed system where figuring out business and how to scale and grow and me kind of taking the reins on that feels like more of you're like in the middle of this desert and you have no clue which way is you know north south east or west if the sun is down (laughs) you have no idea which direction you're going
0: okay and what is so scary about that
1: um I really like to know things I'm very like I think that's also part of why I uh, again, like there, even though there's not really, cla- like, unless you're dissecting somebody, you don't actually know what's going on inside of their body um, when somebody is, when you're doing um, like objective testing. But something about that feels, I don't know, safer. It's just like, it does, I don't know if maybe it doesn't feel as detrimental as like not knowing what's going on in my business. And I think, no offense to my patients, but like me running my business and my husband being my partner, like our lives depend on the success of our business, our marketing and all that stuff. And it's scary to waste money in the wrong direction. It's scary to lose money. Where if I'm with a patient and they're telling me that, let's say they're saying they're not getting any better after a few visits, and I'm not seeing any objective changes, I reevaluate and I I reassess and I pivot. And now saying it out loud, it's like that's what you would do (laughs) in business, also. So it's yeah, it's uh, there. I can see that there's so much overlapping, and yet it feels like it's just um, way more. Stressful and scary, and I don't yeah. know why
0: hundred yeah. percent. so what's your relationship to knowing the right answer
1: mm. I think <clears throat> I think younger me um and also like newly practicing me, knowing the right answer was really important. and now, having experienced I'm having a lot of experience, I think I'm I'm Oh, I'm actually happy to say, like, I don't know to my patients. Um, I feel good about being honest and saying, I don't, I don't know the answer. I can't tell you um, why this is happening or I don't know what's going on. I've We've done everything under the sun and I'm not seeing any improvement and I don't know why. Whereas um Yeah, I I think, again, with not knowing the right answer in business, it feels it just feels like there's more at stake. And it could just be because it's it's more directly affecting me.
0: Okay, so. Tell me more about that, like why, like if there's more at stake than you doing more of the marketing and the promotion Obviously, I know logically makes sense. Like that would actually help. That would help the circumstances. Yet, because there's more at stake, it's actually the opposite. Like you turtle in and like, I don't want to do this. So tell me more about what comes up for you there.
1: Um, it's weird. I think it depends on like the, the avenue of business we're talking about because when it comes to social media, I will, yeah, I'll just go inward and be like, no, I, I'm not doing like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Nothing is going to be that good. Um, and, uh, I know I'm going to keep looking at my phone to see how many likes I got, which is also just like an extremely unhealthy behavior. And, um, but when it comes to like non-digital marketing like doing work like we had a workshop earlier today for pickleball like staying in the, don't be a statistic and staying on the court um with that I'm comfortable with I'm comfortable with going out and doing that and I think it's because I've practiced it so many times um I wasn't comfortable with it at first uh and now I think because of the amount of reps I've put in, I'm not only comfortable with doing it, but I'm also comfortable with potentially not having the outcome I'm looking for. And so it's like, yeah, why? <laughs> Clearly I just need to do reps. <laughs> yes.
0: Correct. Consistent. I mean, yeah, that, that's definitely gonna be part of it. Um, I guess, okay, so my follow-up question then is, when it comes to growing your business outside of social media, do you have the same type of block?
1: Um, I think it's just, I don't know what to do. And so it, and so I'll look at all these different programs for entrepreneurs and I'll want to get them all because I just feel so lost that I'll consume and then not and then not practice. Because then it's almost like information overload. And there I am with paralysis by analysis. So okay. I'm like, Got I don't it. want to do this. Yeah. So,
0: would it be safe to say that, like, let's just say when it comes to you navigating your education and getting good at your craft, yes, you had all of these elements that allowed you to navigate and, and get through that. And the reason for that is that was structured i go like i I know what i need to like here's a syllabus i know what i need to pass i know what i need to study i know what i need like I, i the performance indicators are already set yeah whereas with business and with marketing and with social media you are essentially both setting the metrics you are setting the goals you are performing yeah. the things and you are iterating so it's actually there's no structure other than the structure that you make so, so you're shaking your head right. so what's landing for you there
1: No that's 100% accurate I have no I like I have no clue how to create a KPI like it it and that's frustrating and so um like I had I had a business partner prior to it's uh, a long story short My practice used to be adjust your performance. Then I severed ties with my ex-business partner and had to dissolve that business. And then once I was on my own and now with my husband, now it's like, I knew like we had KPIs before, but I didn't really understand how to, they were created for me. Like, I don't know how to make a metric of success because revenue, you know, revenue isn't enough. That's not really, that's like the outcome of your KPIs. You right. can have a target revenue, but you need to have those metrics to get there. And, um, and it, it, yeah, the, the lack of that not being me needing to produce those out of thin air. I, I didn't have the, get the tools to do that where with the Cairo rehab acupuncture stuff, it's like, even through all the seminars that I've done, I have, I've learned and taken from those seminars, how to create metrics of success through that.
0: Yeah. And the metrics of like the, the feedback loop is short with your client. Cause like patient is right there in front of you. You do an adjustment, either helps or doesn't and you follow up and like, you know, Right? right. So really what this is revealing to you is like, if you are inserted into a structure where the performance indicators are clear, then kind of on a subconscious level, then you're safe to know, okay, this is what I need to do to a quote unquote, be good enough. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. when it's on you to set that, create that, now, that's where the freak out comes. Like, who am I to essentially be able to set and create all of that?
1: Yeah, and like, how am I? Not only who am I to set that and create that, but like, how do I even know if those are meaningful KPIs? Like, I have no right. so, idea.
0: Again, we're just like, 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 how do I know that the KPIs for the business that I want to create and the life that that allows me to create are correct? Right. Right. So. <laughs> Let me say that again, but like your life, your business, your expression of all of that. I need an external source and maybe not you, but like that subconscious part of you, like I need an external source to tell me essentially how to create my own baby. Yeah. Okay. What's landing for you with that?
1: Uh, Frustration.
0: (laughs) Okay. At what?
1: Um, just kind of looking at it in that perspective of like, it's, it, it, I, I, I'm, I own this business and like you said, it's, it's our business, mine and my husband's and we're part of why we wanted to have our business is so that we could do things our way that we really believe in and hopefully get the outcome of being able to live the life that we want to live on top of that as like a bonus. And yeah, it's like, why, why am I not, I'm in charge of it yet. I'm not in charge of it.
0: Correct. So you have the desire for it. Like that part's abundantly clear. And and like you, I think you started off saying like, I'm kind of like the black sheep and the rebel. So I know why like that's a natural part of your expression to like, want what you feel is the thing that's needed. Yeah. but something in your past and generally it's always traced back to something in childhood right isn't safe doesn't feel safe feels threatened by the idea that i could possibly set my own criteria that i could have enough self-trust to navigate a blank canvas of this business essentially that I could dream big. Like if I create my own standards and I say, like, this is what is appropriate for me, I can do that. Right. And basically create my own metrics for fundamentally what it means to be good enough. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So if that resonates with you, do you ever think you're going to maximize your business coaching? If this part of you is operating under the surface.
1: Um. No, no. I mean, I try and like, uh, like, let's say I'm having a conversation with our business coach. Um, I, I think logically the answer is no. Like, I know that the answer is no from a logical perspective.
0: <laughs> okay. And what about from an emotional perspective?
1: Um, from an emotional perspective, I feel like there's been a shift since essentially starting this new business, um, which is essentially the same business as before, but now we have a, you know, we're, we're figuring out different things to grow. And I think that since getting this business coach I found him through somebody who I admire immensely um who I would love to just be able to emulate in growing our business and so I think for me I'm at a point in my business or in our business where I I'm just telling myself that this person who was extremely successful, clearly who who told me that this business coach is a huge reason for her success. Sorry. That's my dog scratching at the pillow. (laughs) a huge reason for her success. There's a big part of me. That's kind of just like, forget everything that you forget all your self belief and just dive in to trusting her and therefore trusting this person. And so since we've met with him, I don't put nearly as much, um, I don't put nearly as much, I don't know, weight in what I'm thinking myself. And I just try and like, this is what he's telling me. I have to do what he's telling me and that's it. And so logically, no, I don't think that I could get to where I want to be. And maybe eventually in this growth period, I'll hit that self-limiting belief ceiling. But right now I I haven't hit it yet. And so for me, I just feel like I'm just going to blow past it, but probably yeah, no, not. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. That's okay. Finish.
1: <laughs> no, I was just going to say, but probably. Probably not. Probably. Cause I already am seeing like with the ideas and the examples that he gives us, they are so awesome, but so incredibly intimidating to me because I don't even understand how we could get there. And I see myself going into that thought process of how are you going to create this? Like you don't, you're, you can't create this. You're not good enough to create this. You don't know what you're talking about. You have no experience doing these things like there's no way people are going to buy from you and so i i am i don't know if now i'm just able to recognize those that voice and then just be like can i curse on here
0: sure absolutely
1: (laughs) and just be like fuck you allison you have someone who knows what they're doing just fucking go and do it and do what they say ask your questions if you need to, you know, have your handheld, do it. But go fuck yourself and do it. <laughs> that, that's kind of where I'm at.
0: Got it. Well, so okay. First and foremost, I, I just want to stress that, like, I'm not asking these questions to question whether or not like buying business coaching is a good idea. I think it's actually a no, no, no. I know. I right? not, I'm
1: not taking it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Um. The the question was really what is the cost of these inner limits for you? Right. And and basically you just had an indicator of another like inner critic part that really comes out, which is like, there's no way that that you can do this, right? Like, which makes sense. Like if there's a part of you that doesn't trust you to make your own standards for success, there's gonna be an inner critic that also like crushes the dreams down when they do come up. So this is more of a question of. If I am in this container where I am throwing myself in the deep end and essentially learning to swim and I'm intimidated by all the things and like somebody's telling me I can do more and I have to do more, that's all good and great. I I don't even doubt that you can actually push your way through that. I'm more asking you these questions to consider, even if you achieve everything that you achieve, these parts are still going to be here. And then you open yourself up to self-sabotage.
1: Just going to say, and
0: then you sabotage yourself. (laughs) Okay, perfect. So, like, it then, then you know exactly. So, like, that that stays because, like, you haven't actually resolved the internal conflict of where you're going. You were pushed into it and you kind of white knuckled your way through it. So, I'm not denying that you can get the results. It's at what cost, right? So, there's the risk of self sabotaging your way when you get there, which in turn means it's like, are you able to stabilize it when it gets there? Because if you push past what your subconscious feels is okay for you, then it's like, this is not me. I can't exist. What is not fundamentally me. And you're going to push away success. So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what lands for you out of that? What doesn't.
1: Um, I mean, I can see, I know. Yeah. I can see that that would happen. Like I've. I've done it plenty of times (laughs) where I panic and usually the panic comes from lack of success. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that I will panic so much that I will, um, yeah, I'll, I'll ruin things. I'll just ruin things. I'll push business away. I'll push my husband away. (laughs) I, uh, I've, I've been there and it would be great if that, it would be great if that didn't happen, especially if we're on this like great upward trend of like being able to get like, get like the moonshot that we're looking for with regards to our vision. If we're on our way there, the last thing I want to do is sabotage the whole fucking thing. And, you know, stay where we are right now. Cause the, and I think the pain of where we are right now is bad enough that I'd be, that I want to be able to address these things and make sure that they're not in the way when we are on that, that upward trend.
0: Got it. And then what are the usual ways you actually address that?
1: What are the usual ways? I don't really have good ways of coping. I kind of just continue to live. <laughs> Cause even like I'm I am very routine with uh like lifting. Um I'm routine with the way that I eat. And so those things don't change when I'm in order to cope it's not like I need to go to the gym to cope I already go to the gym that's part of my routine and I'm still panicking I um I used to be in talk therapy and um I think it helped to a point um I'm really not a good journaler like there's just and and I know that like, I also set these barriers up for myself. Like I don't, I don't know how to um cope other than to just wait. <laughs> I like I let time take its course. And once I see that there's like a break in the cycle of bad, I can start to feel better and see, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel a little bit.
0: Got it. So basically, I kind of hope for the best and see what happens.
1: Yeah, but as I'm going through it, I'm not even hoping for the best.
0: I'm just like, because you're so focused on just doing the things. Because why would I want to look in an area where I don't even have the strategies or the tools to actually cope with it? Might as well just follow what this whole system tells me to follow. And then like, I'll hopefully just get that result. And this won't be an issue.
1: Yeah, I do know the last big panic that I had, which was relatively recently. Something that really helped me was actually weirdly talking to my parents, (laughs) which I, I, it's not that I'm not like close with my parents, but I also do not really confide in them. And I was in, all I wanted in that moment was to be a child again. And so I was like, I I called them, like I was hysterically crying, and then I was like, I want, and they live, I'm in Jersey, and they live in Long Island, so I might as well be in California. Um, it's far enough away from Long Island, and um, I, I was like, I need to come home, like for for the weekend, like I just need to be home in a different environment it's going to feel like a vacation and that was actually extremely therapeutic and my parents were like is everything okay with you and video like yeah everything's fine with us I just needed to go back to being a kid
0: (laughs) beautiful so yeah Yeah. I think that actually brings up um a good it's a good segue into kind of what and this is not just specific to you this more of a general thing like what what the real elimination of this process is which is the part of you that is afraid of success the part of you that's gonna like that has sabotaged success in the past the part of you that doesn't trust yourself to set your own standards and and, like move towards them that's not the adult part of you right like that is very much an unconscious childlike part of you so yes i can understand exactly why going back to like that parental space would be soothing um and it's great and i don't think like it does enough to cope and soothe it doesn't enough to to like eliminate right and and that's oftentimes where this work gets tricky which is like well i feel better so therefore i must be better but it's 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 the equivalent of getting an adjustment but never really changing your like movement patterns yeah I was going to say
1: that it's just like my, you know, patience. like you you may feel better, but that's just the beginning of your plan. We got to change the way you're moving. And so, yeah, it's the same. I get it. I resonate with it.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. I I figured that 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 example would would resonate well with you. So, okay. Just to then kind of segue into like the closure for this, if you removed these inner limits, right. The, the, the self-sabotage, the lack of self-trust, like who would you be without them?
1: probably way more successful <laughs> like <laughs> i'd probably be um trying to think because it's like then i have to that question makes me think like what decisions would i've made differently like three years ago even
0: well if you can't if change the possible. pot like look at look at the present uh, Yeah, because really, like the past is the past. And yes, you know, we can go dive into that. But like, these things are very much affecting you right now. Like, they're the ones that make your inner system panic and go to like your business coach and be like, Yeah, just like, tell me what to do, like force me to like, post the things. And then they're also the ones that take up your mental real estate when you're like comparing yourself unnecessarily. They're also the ones freaking out when it's like, I don't know what to post. And All of those things are like leaks in your energy bucket that could be reallocated towards forward progress, building momentum, building success, building the internal system and feelings to like drive the actions that actually move you forward. So I invite you to just look at that question. like, If these parts of me weren't having, like if they were eliminated and didn't have these negative consequences, how would I show up? What would I create?
1: I I know like the word that comes into my mind is I would feel freer. I'd feel freedom. Yeah. And I think if you feel free, you're, you can show up much more authentically and, and that in itself will create that momentum.
0: Yeah. So kind of like what I'm hearing is you would be able to show up in business and marketing the same way you show up in your craft.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, fully confident, free to like, I got to figure out what we need to do. And if we got to go outside of like the norm, that's okay. Like, this is me. I can figure this out. I got this. Yeah. Does that feel accurate to you?
1: Yeah, no, that would be, that would be nice.
0: (laughs) Okay. Is there part of you that doesn't believe that that's possible?
1: No, I, uh, well, uh there's part of me that doesn't believe that that's possible. It's, it's not that I don't believe it's possible. It's that I have a hard time finding out how to address, uh, fixing it or changing it. Um, because like exercises I've done in the past have only frustrated me. Um, and I, I'm sure that's part of the process, (laughs) but uh, yeah, like um, I think when it comes to mental, emotional stuff, it's hard for me because there's not, it's not like tangible Um, and I'm very, I, I tend to be very black and white. And so it's hard for me to just like, like what I used to tell my therapist is like, I don't, I don't like doing EMDR because I don't understand. Like, I think EMDR is great over there, but for me, it's like, I don't like doing it because I don't, I feel like I'm not doing it correctly and I don't understand like if I if nothing's coming up, I have no fucking clue what you want. Like that's it. My mind's going in my like a mile a minute. I don't understand what you want from me, and I'm very I, and then it just makes me angry. <laughs> so 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 far my experience of trying to navigate these barriers, it's almost like I have such a iron wall put up that I. I I can't even, I can't even just break through it. I have no, it just aggravates me.
0: Right. Which is basically, if I don't know which structure to put myself into to fix this, then I can't really do it because I don't know the criteria. I don't know the milestones. I don't know the things I have to pass to know that I'm actually making progress, which would make me feel safe. So then I will be okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of the the, the self-looping <laughs> yeah, yeah. issue all, all over again. Okay. Perfect. So yeah, I think, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, no, I wasn't going to say anything. That was just Okay. Laughing. Sorry. It sounded like you were going to say it.
0: No, uh, all, all I was going to say was like that, like that's the crux of your defense. Like that, that's the crux of your protection, which is like, I don't trust anything that I can't see ahead of me. Okay. And mm-hmm that is also protecting all of the woundings that's so like not trusting of anything that like you can't like see and, and understand the process and, and and all of those pieces so yeah. your healing this is more now specific to you is going to come from first addressing the protection learning how to like decrease its freak out and decrease its need to keep that wounded part protected, only then can you actually access the part that really is the linchpin to all of this, which is some form of, I'm not good enough. I don't trust myself. It's not safe to set my own standards. Something bad's gonna happen. if like Whatever those narratives of that part is gonna end up being. Mm-hmm. So what lands or doesn't land for you from that?
1: Um, It all makes sense. And I can resonate with especially um, the part where you were saying like, this is just, it's like, I'm, I'm protecting myself from, from myself really. Um, And really my, like, the only thing that's coming up is like, well, how, (laughs) like, how am I going to do this? (laughs) (laughs)
0: well as a sh- shameless plug this is where you do the <laughs> up of my program and then we work through all of those things so if you or anybody else is having exactly that issue I can definitely help you um but yeah no all jokes aside like I, I wish I could do that for you like in this container but unfortunately I can't yeah so <laughs> as far as like just like mapping this out or getting the clarity on on what's the like root problem in this instance emotionally and mentally like does this feel complete for you or is there still something left outstanding
1: are you you're asking me if this feels complete as
0: far as like just mapping this out I know obviously you want to know how yeah. to solve it it's not sure, like I, I yeah. can't do that for you in this you know right. one yeah, segment yeah. but as far as like mapping this out and seeing the problem from a different perspective like does it feel complete
1: yeah I mean if it in this container of our conversation it feels like you can understand where I'm coming from and and um, so yes um and yeah like like what I said it's like all now of course all I want to do is like dive into that and see how do we how do we address it and so um yeah I mean it it is. I I would say it's like, quote, unquote, it feels like a complete thought. Like, it makes sense to me. Yeah.
0: Well, sounds to me like at least the protective part is satisfied with that. You know, like if if it makes sense, (laughs) you at least know that area. So I'm like, okay, that's actually a pretty big step forward. So I I will, I will happily take that. Um, Okay, perfect. Well, listen, it was a pleasure having you on and and dove into this because this happens all the time uh, with you know, clients that I have that sentiment of like, well, I know what to do, but I can't seem to do it. Logically, this makes sense. But emotionally, it's like a shit show. So that like each expression of that is unique to like each person that, that I speak with or work with. But that is such a big commonality. So I just want to acknowledge you for, you know, stepping up into a foray like this and, and being witnessed in it. Um. So thank you for that. And then two. Yeah. Feel free to let everybody know where to find you. Who's the best person to find you? Floor is yours for that.
1: Um, so we are on Instagram at BFS underscore performance rehab. Um, our website is bfsrehab.com. Um, if you are an active individual, and especially if you're a high achieving female, um, meaning you're CEO, your c-suite, you are um very driven. um you and you are in the age of thirty five to fifty five you would be a great fit for what we do. um and yeah, you can find our information on those platforms and reach out. um would love to hear about what's going on.
0: beautiful. love it. Well, as always, we'll include that in the show notes. but Allison, thank you very much for coming on. And uh, for everybody else listening, we'll uh, see you on the next one.
1: Thank you.